Hello, welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, the only podcast you'll ever need and your favorite show in your entire life. This show features the open-minded musings of two late 40s curmudgeons, extremely late 40s curmudgeons, maybe even early uh, early 50s curmudgeons. Not yet, not yet, not uh, yet. Might as well. The, each, I, got some, I got some things to accomplish before I hit 50. Each friend. of these uh, curmudgeons stared on the prospect of enter- entertainment, irregulance, re- entertainment irrelevance regularly. En- this is en- our Entertainment thing. irregulance. Entertainment tonight en- regulance. En- Entertainment irregularity. It's it's a product for that at CVS. Closer than you think. One of those low those low entry tubs with the little door on it. Believe it. We're heading there. Oh jeez. This voice you're hearing, my dulcet uh, tones. I was gonna say russet tones, but it's a potato. That's not that's not a sound quality. Russet is not a potato. My russet. My tone. My potato tones. uh, This voice you're hearing. uh, Oh my god! I saw the potato tones. They they had the barbershop quartet. I saw them back in the fifties. The potato tones. They were great. (laughs) I'm Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises. Uh, rock over London, rock on Chicago. Timex <laughs> takes a licking, keeps on ticking. That's and from last... It's, it's a callback, folks. In showbiz, we call that a callback. And I am joined, as always, by this man, the braying, uh, bleeding man of a goat you hear on the other side of the microphone. Yes. Uh, coming to you live. Not live. Coming to you on recording. Isn't it funny how we still say talk about taping something? We yeah. still talk about taping things. Yeah. Well, we call it record, and it's like that was based on, you know, I assume record, you know what I mean? But we're still recording sound. You are making a record of it, right? right. Like, but the, the, the word record, I think, was based on, like, the flat disc, the wax no, disc. No, it wasn't. You're recording something, like a... Like a like a ledger could also be called a record, a sure. record of my success. Sure. So the round flat thing was like it's a recording of music. I yeah. think the term recording is still valid. The term taping in this context right. is not valid. Well, you know what's even weird is that we use all the time wax cylinder, and no one does that. Yeah, anymore, all the either. time we talk about all the kids talk about wax cylinder. Wax I don't cylinder. even know what I, I don't. I, you know, you joke about wax cylinders how they recorded music before you know vinyl. I don't even know what one of those looks like. Uh, it's a good question. I have to imagine that it probably still runs on a groove sort of technology, and the wax was yeah. easier to depress than, than, than vinyl, so for all I know, or back Is that what Edison was using? Was Edison using a wax? No, he he recorded, he had a needle on, on vinyl. A right? stylus, a stylus on vinyl. Stylus, yeah. yeah. Anyway, right. this has been the the audio file history cast. The out, outmoded, nice... outmoded audio yes. technology podcast weekly. On yeah. 78 RPM. Uh, no, my name is Noah... My name is Noah Tarno. I am the founder and the senior quiz master of the Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show Spectacular, America's finest source for and corporate and private live at trivia events, and those events are live. And the usually, uh, as you as you guys are well aware, we talk about player pianos and other things that yes, uh, player, things, yeah, <laughs> music uh, boxes. Yeah. Like so, but this, for one week only, we're going to divert and talk about something in the popular <laughs> <laughs> cultural sphere. Uh, our topic this week actually is something that uh, when we and Noah were ruminating um, like an ungulate uh, over what to talk about this week, we realized that this topic, in fact, could have been grist for our first year since Colleen Balinger. Well, sort of. Because well, this is one of these two-part topics. One right. part would have been valid. When we started the show, she was one of the hottest stars on YouTube. If not the but hottest. Now, she might have been the number one getter. Uh, uh, yeah. Number one YouTuber. But now, for reasons, there's another thing to talk about her. Yeah. 
Well, that's why. More, actually, a bit, her star has faded a bit. This is like the yeah. most she's been talked about since yeah. 16 or something. Well, she's, she's also almost 40 years old. There's just certain, like, there's a... There's she's a, done. A, she's there's done. A, there's almost a 40. decay of phenomenon that's going to happen. Right. Okay, well, let's get right. down to it. We're talking anyway, about, her name is Colleen Ballinger. Tell yeah. us more. We're talking about Colleen Ballinger. She's a 36-year-old YouTube artist you're probably familiar with, so I wrote this for myself more than anything else. Bear along with me here. Uh, she's better known as Miranda Sings, which is a comedic character she created in the year 2009, which predates no it even predates the beginning of this show if you can believe it, it, it i thought we were the first yeah out of the trilobites and primordial ooze we were the first concept of entertainment yeah man you know the, the when, when man put up a, a cone to his mouth and spoke uh, and transmitted the sound across a long landscape or two cans on a, on a string we were the first thing that people looked so um Colleen Ballinger has performed a one-woman comedy act on tour in theaters and created a Netflix original series with the character of uh, Miranda Sings called Haters Back Off, which ran from 2016 to 2017. Uh, she crafted the eccentric character Miranda, uh, who is known for a really messy red lipstick. It's almost like a, um, a broad harlequin clown mouth uh i guess it's supposed to look like mania uh, you know whenever i saw her that's what i thought it's like oh that looks like someone who angrily put on makeup in a mirror or you know was in a, a bouncing car as she was making herself up just to give you an idea if you weren't i, quite I aware, had an i had an eighth grade social studies teacher who had makeup like she had miranda sing's lip yeah that's very nice yeah yeah she was i don't want i'm glad i never heard her sing so uh, the character is a send-up of many YouTube videos at the time, which featured people singing badly in hopes of breaking into show business. And I think that was a little bit of that American Idol-type phenomenon, you know, the William Hung kind of thing. You know, and YouTube was a Wild West in 2009. I think it was only, like, that's two years, essentially, after the establishment of YouTube. Three years, okay. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a question that regularly pops up on Noah's Quiz. Uh, so Colin Belger also features uh, comedy and lifestyle videos on her personal YouTube channel and a vlog called uh, Colleen. Uh, Colleen Vlogs, I should say. YouTube channels have surpassed 5 billion total views. Miranda Singh's channel uh, has more than 10 million subscribers, uh, 13 million on TikTok, 6 million Insta followers. She also published two best-selling books, blah, 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 written in the Miranda voice. One's called Self-Help from 15, and one's called My Diary, which is spelled like diarrhea minus the last uh, phonic. 2018. That, and by the way, folks, I hate to I hate to jump ahead. That's about as clever as her work gets, yeah, in that's my opinion. Real, that's S.J. Perelman type uh, <laughs> sense of humor stuff well, here. One of the few jokes that made me go, that's clever. She's a mother to three at the moment, uh, yes. she which her family features heavily in her vlogging material. And the reason we're covering this hoary and aged long of tooth phenomenon, again, it's been around since 2009, is because of some recent controversy, which you will be surprised to hear that Bailinger has not exactly responded in the best manner possible. Again, you'll make up your own uh, judgment on this, but that's the, the common thing in, out there in the world. Take a, take a straw poll and you'll see a lot of um, bafflement, outrage, all these sort of responses. So um, some Inner Circle fans have accused her of inappropriate behavior and slinging the favored accusation of our cursed age grooming, grooming at her. Uh, a young Irish person named Adam McIntyre claimed that Bailinger, and this guy Adam McIntyre was part of what, what people, what the kids call stan culture. He was really in the inner circle of fans, or OG. Um, and so uh, Ballinger. By the way, you know, you know the term stan? It comes from a song by which music superstar? Marshall Mathers. Nope. The answer is Conway Twitty. So McIntyre claimed that Ballinger sent them... I think I think McIntyre is non-binary, so I'm just going to. Oh, you think McIntyre is a them? All I'm right, going to sidestep this. Um, uh, undergarments uh, and, and and dumped on him emotional baggage, which a teen person should slash would not have been prepared to engage with. It was totally um, 
uh, above, beyond the pale, as, as they say. What pale is this? I don't know. Pale of water, pale of milk. It's hard to say for sure. Uh, since the initial complaint, another fan corroborate, corroborated McIntyre. Well, you know, McIntyre apparently made his first uh, accusation five years ago and was dismissed by the walls and walls and walls of sound that come from all the hardcore uh, Miranda fans. But this this sort of lit the fire. The, the Collini Weenies, they call them. Also another, another yeah. great neologism of our time. That's That's, Not as clever as Mike Diary. That is true. Um, so, you know, this takes us to, I think, about two weeks ago or so, where uh, Colleen Ballinger went silent. Uh, apparently, her I'm sure she had a crisis management team. She, uh, They advised her, look, we... There, we were, need- there were a lot more accusations, by the way. Yeah. Not just the quote-unquote grooming. Yeah. They were sorry to jump in. There's um, uh, an accusation, another YouTube star, Trisha Paytas. Do you know where we encountered Trisha Paytas before? Yeah, the topic? J- James Charles, yeah. No, no. David Dobrik, our buddy David Dobrik. Oh, David Dobrik, yeah, who can keep right. track of She's part of his little gang of yeah, yeah, I remember. complete idiots. Uh, they were friends, and then supposedly Ballinger shared photos of her with other people and mocked her. She's, she's a plus-size plus sex worker. She's a plus. Yeah. She's, a, she's a big woman, so Petas made a video saying, Colleen betrayed me. Then someone who was on the writing staff for that Netflix show said she was an awful person, said some racist stuff. Then there was an accusation of her supposedly wearing blackface that I actually think the defense yeah. tamped down. I believe her on that one. Yeah, but, we, you know, we, it we, adds to the headache and yeah. it adds to the morass of, you know, stuff. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of things happening at once. But the meat of it, as you said, Bill, is she had this parasocial relationship with young fans and, and crossed some lines in terms of, you know, asked one of them what his favorite position was when he was like 15 Weird. Yeah, a little strange. So we get this apologia delivered on YouTube um, again after a period of silence. Set it's a, it's an original song that she wrote uh, and then did song. In, did in one take on a ukulele. Uh, you know, delivered to camera, sort of a mixture of uh, humility and also kind of like brazen snarkiness, uh, sending up the concept of an apology or talking about the internet being a cesspool. It's a lot of toxicity, toxic uh, gossip train. Get on the. The manipulation station. Get you, off the you, manipulation. you would have heard some of it already, and you will continue to hear some of the sound drops uh, along the way. Um, so, yeah, it was described as, uh, and actually, this is even great, because in the, the text of the song, she says her management team advised her not to say anything. Yes, she, they told me not to say this. And what did she do? She goes, oh, they didn't say, she didn't say I couldn't sing it. And so, yeah, yeah. my team has, str- I quoted this, my team has strongly advised me. Not to say what I'm going to say, but they never said I couldn't sing it. God, oh, God, It's Kevin Spacey all over again. It's insane. Yeah, so this thing's out on uh, YouTube if you care to listen. Uh, it's being criticized as tone deaf and a non-apology, while in fact admitting to, very much admitting to some of the very things that she's been accused of. So it's all over the place. Um, yeah, and I think that, you know, it caused us to, first of all, investigate this controversy but then it's like what was the art to begin with you know like we actually had, had to look at some of this shit to see what the fuck she did you know just as, yeah. a, as a phenomenon I, I to begin with barely heard. Yeah. I mean, you hadn't seen the miranda sings character before had you uh i had seen miranda sings but it was just a visual the, the messy red lip oh, okay. and i just never understood yeah. what that was i had vaguely heard of her and yeah. i like had no idea what it was about so, i didn't know, i didn't know there was a netflix show again i didn't know these things that are huge and i'm I barely aware they exist. So, so Noah, where does this take you? Where does love lift us up where we yeah. belong to? So, uh, you know, yeah, like I said, I barely heard of her. So I, I watched some Miranda Sings videos. I watched her and Jimmy Fallon. Uh, I watched uh, an episode, asterisk, of uh, Haters Don't Hate. What's the show called? Haters Back Haters Off. Haters Beware. Haters Back Off. Um, I think, and you know, she's done some other stuff. She's been on some other shows. She actually performed on Broadway. 
Uh, she studied uh, vocal performance somewhere, credible. She's, I think she's a very good singer. I think Colleen Ballinger is quite talented, uh, but this work is not good. It is a term we use a lot on the show, first pass comedy. I was watching Haters Back Off, and it was one of these moments where I'm like, like, what am I missing here? Like, is this supposed to be funny? I don't see a joke here. It's like you could tell it's comedy, but then it's like they used to say about the, that movie, that Mike Myers movie, The Love Guru, that famous New York Times review. Like, it makes you doubt you understand the concept of comedy. And I'm sort of feeling that it's very lazy. It's very weak. There are very few jokes. So I will accept that she's talented. I just think this character and everything about it is just not at all entertaining and not at all clever. And these little videos she does, it's just non-jokes. Um, so I find that very not good. Um, more about that in a minute. All right, in terms of the controversy, I don't want to say that I know or we know for sure that she's guilty of all this because, look, that apology was a very unwise decision and pretty obnoxious. But I think I mostly agree that the point she's making is, you know, in, in isolation, in a vacuum, is accurate. I think the toxic gossip train is a very real thing. I think people, she has some line about people don't really want accountability. They just want to tear down people they don't like. And I think that's completely true. I think our, our media has made that monster. And she has a very valid point in that regard. Is this the way she should have brought it up? Is this the time she should have brought it up? I'm pretty sure no. Look, it's got to be hard to have that parasocial relationship where you're a YouTube star, where a lot of what fuels your stardom is reaching out to people and developing these personal relationships with your fans and making them feel like they're part of a friend group. The whole thing we make fun of with all these YouTubers, hey guys, that's part of it. It's gotta be very hard to do that, to walk that line of like making them feel that way and not giving up too much of yourself or not crossing a line into awkwardness. And I, being an awkward person, someone who in my very, very small way feels like I have sometimes, you know, I haven't crossed a line in terms of like bad behavior, but like, I've just been given a little too much of myself to the people who might be counted as my fans. I just, I'm an awkward person. I've never been diagnosed as neuroatypical, but you know, maybe someday I will be, and it wouldn't surprise me, to be honest, just because I have trouble relating to people sometimes and knowing how to talk to people. And I don't know, I might be way off, whatever. That's just my impression. Um, so it's got to be very hard. I mean, she, she says, I was trying to be besties with everybody but I realized that was, you know, a mistake and I've learned from them. Um, and, and, and I think grooming is a very harsh term. And obviously it's very misused in our society and this isn't even close to the worst misusing. I mean, it is bad faith misused to accuse a whole class of people, a whole protected class of people as they should be, that they are groomers simply because they are who they are. And that is vile and disgusting. And I think even if she's guilty of it, I, I don't know. We should ask our friend uh, Alice Swenson, right, who's actually an expert on this topic. But my impression is that in a child abuse context, grooming has specific meaning. And I don't believe this qualifies, but again, I'm not an expert. So in all those sense, I, I kind of feel some sympathy. That said, some of these things she did, including the things she is admitting to, were very, very poor decisions, displayed very poor judgment. Uh, sending Adam McIntyre her underwear, even as a joke, when he was a teenager, that is, I, 
I, you know, oh, I'm awkward. I might have done this. I never would have done that. Look, when I do it, it's cool. When she does it, it's weird. <laughs> I just, I can't imagine. Like, in what world do you think that's okay? Uh, she was very rude to him. Like, they were buddies, and she, you know, online buddies, and she would talk to him all night, and, and then, you know, online, and then uh, say, you're my social media intern, and then she deleted all his posts, and they were going to meet up in London, and she was rude to him. Uh, and then the other accusations, the writer for her show saying she said nasty things about Asian people. And then Trisha Paytas is, I mean, if Trisha Paytas works with David Dobrik, she might have no credibility as far as I'm concerned. But I don't know. You hear a lot of these things and they kind of dovetail with each other. Her ex-husband, she was married to some other YouTube star and they had a marriage that only lasted a year. He's basically come out and said, she gaslit me. She was manipulative. I was basically abused. Um, you know, so... I'm starting to believe that this kind of makes sense, especially since Bill. Another thing I don't like about the work, about the Miranda character, I think the Miranda act is kind of mean. I mean, if the idea is... So here's a quote from um, the Playbill YouTube show, Obsessed. She's talking about she came up with the character because she saw these kids on YouTube trying to get famous. They were terrible, she said, but they were so cocky. On their YouTube pages and their profiles, they'd be like, I'm doing this to become famous, unquote. This is me. These were kids. You know, who, of course, maybe they were cocky. They were kids. And you're mocking these people who maybe in many cases are, you know, not, I don't want to say have something wrong with them, but are different, right? Like, she feels like she's punching down. And again, whose fault is it that all these kids see people on YouTube becoming stars and think maybe I can do that too? Whose fault is that? It's YouTube stars. It's people like you. So I see her act, and it strikes me as very mean-spirited, as bullying, bullying comedy. You know, your Andrew Dice Clays, your Tom Greens, these people like that, these people who are punching down. That is not funny comedy in my mind. It is cruel. Good comedy punches up. So that inclines me to not be sympathetic. And then the final thing is, Bill, we have barely heard of her before this. Everyone's like, oh, she's canceled. Is this too harsh a punishment for some poor judgment in the past? She'll be fine. She could lay low. The fact that she is talented. She could lay low for a couple years, do some more Broadway, appear in TV shows, whatever. Retire the Miranda character. I assure you she'll she's be, a millionaire. Absolutely. Right. She'll be fine. She doesn't even have to retire. She'll be fine. It's hard for me to dig up a canceled is another misused term because plenty of canceled people. I mean, fine. Her tour now is fucked, maybe. Whatever. But if she really is a bad person, which I'm getting the impression of, not just someone who made poor choices and was naive and was awkward. She really is a bad person. Then this does not seem an inordinate punishment. She needs to shut the fuck up, stop playing the ukulele, take care of her. She's got like three kids under five, including twins. Go home, count your money, take care of your kids, shut up, come back in five years and do some humble act. You'll be fine. You still got a career in show business. So, and by the way, don't do other people's stuff because your, your work is shit just acting other people's stuff so yeah whatever fuck this one hey the art is soft and i chalked that up to her being a um children's entertainer i mean her stuff essentially was... yes that's it thank you she's <clears throat> appealing to little kids it was designed it's for still mean it's still mean oh no it is man. but the the actual level of sophistication the joke itself is really rooted in a 12 year old's idea of what's fun um, you know, I mean, it, it's, if you enjoy, you know, brassy singing, uh, a sort of a musical theater, theater kid type affect, um, 
you know, and that 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 was her show, and it's like, yeah, of course it's not for us. We were we are never going to get into it, even if we had looked at it in 2016. It, you know, we would have just scratched our heads and say, well, this is for children, much like Bluey, but some things like Bluey are actually uh, better. Blue, yes, Blue, but yeah. again. This is kind of making fun of those kids. And yeah. it's encouraging those kids to make fun of other kids. Yeah, well, here's the thing about Colleen Ballinger, right, is that she is, um, you know, I very carefully call her uh, a theater kid, is that there is a real sense of self-regard that Colleen Ballinger has through the character of Miranda Sings that, you know, I, I feel like her becoming famous is this idea that she is just claiming what was always owed to her. Um, and... You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to name names of anybody I know in particular, but I am friends with a lot of, like, theater people who have musical theater backgrounds. And one thing that goes through all of them, in addition to whatever professionality and skill and, you know, precision and all these things, is a real sense that the world really wants to see what I have to, you know, they, they, sh- they should want to listen to me because I'm just so yeah. amazing. Have you ever seen Fame, the musical Fame? Or the uh, yeah, a long time ago, a long time ago. That's sort of the idea behind it, but it, I think it's expressed in a way that's inspiring. Well, I it, think it, it, it doesn't have to be obnoxious. I was one of those kids. It doesn't have to be obnoxious. It can be, uh, we, you know, kind of right. heartening in a way. What's obnoxious is when they they put down other people. We've That's what it we've lost the ability to be inspiring. It is fully obnoxious because there. I mean, all this has done is created an entire class of uh, you know nuclear nightmare. A person who just assumes that they are the most talented person and they are finally being realized for what they knew all along. I think you're you're tarring the whole group by the by the worst example. Uh, no, I'm correct about this. So, but the thing no, is, you're wrong. I'm you're wrong. You're absolutely correct. You're very wrong. You're very wrong. So the you're thing wrong. about Colleen Ballinger is that this controversy comes from the fact that she got high off her own supply. I mean, exactly. Oh exactly, yes, she exactly did. what you said is that there is the sense of I'm bulletproof. Every move I make is correct. I'm making millions of dollars. I have all these hits. Therefore, I am brilliant. Not only am I but brilliant. But who wants to send their underwear to a 15-year-old? Amen. I could have been the biggest egomaniac on earth, and I never would have done that. My point is is that she Ugh, uh, so lost all weird. sense of where the ground was. She lost all sense of reality. Um, I feel like she considered herself a pillar. Uh, and I'm sure if you asked her, she would think of herself as one of the co-creators of YouTube, putting it on the map and creating this brand at a time when there weren't there weren't very many brands the size of her phenomenon. Um, so I'm not surprised by the fact that um, you know parasocial things bring her down. There's, the only way you become famous on YouTube is through fostering parasocial relationships, which is why it really makes you feel like it's a good thing that I wasn't friends with Johnny Carson in 1980. Hey, it's been a while since I saw my face. I haven't been doing so great, so I took a little break. So a lot of people are saying some things about me that aren't quite true. Doesn't matter if it's true, though. Just as long as it's entertaining to you. Uh, maybe a little bit of why, you know, Miranda sings Colleen Ballinger tug off the way she did, and then more like, why is this topic all over the place right now, hard to avoid. Well, I'm struck by the irony of it. I mean, we did address that before. The, the origin of Miranda Sings was a satire, but it did, in fact, propel Ballinger to superstardom and riches. Um, you know, like she was trying to make fun of this thing, and then by doing that very thing, she became the most popular star in this nascent entertainment form. You know, essentially creating an, an avenue 
uh, or at least influencing future entertainers into doing this sort of avenue thing, um, creating a lane for people to, to inherit from her. I, I don't, I, she's probably definitely not the biggest person there now. And YouTube is still a fairly large phenomenon, but TikTok has taken over. And, you know, that's the, the purview of guys like Kabi Lame. Uh, refer to our, our last episode for this. Um, our last episode? No, the episode we talked about, Kabi Lame. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, those of us who weren't 10 years old uh, most likely thought her content was insipid or, you know, the deluded project of a theater kid gone rogue. Or, you know, I don't know, both. It could definitely, there's no, you don't have to pick just one box or the other. Um, so her popularity was based on something weird. But right right now, and that's, this is the point, people love, love a good crow eating. You know, this is oh, a, yes, a hearty do. buffet of crow from one golden this, corral, you know. This is what hot, I'm saying. The toxic place. gossip train is real and it's sure. popular. It is. But on the other part, you know, it's like she's actually, she's done something to earn it for God's sake. It's like, it, this isn't just, she's been pulled out of the, you know, she's been pulled out of the, 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 the cheap seats and people start throwing, you know, f- rotted fruit at her. And it's like, why is this happening to me? It's like, even though she's probably saying that through the apology, it's like, well, physician heal thyself. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, red meat uh, to those rooting for a fall, and, which is, you know, at this point, it's a time-honored tradition in media, especially our catch-fire social media, and it is the razor-thin edge that people who make their living on YouTube are going to... And this just, you know, there is those things that we know, and there are those things that we don't know. And there are the things that only Noah Tarnow knows. But for that... That's for, right. For the, uh, including that you're wrong about theater kids. So, but uh, so you just admitted it, yeah. The question is, uh, who else is... I mean, again, an entire empire built on parasocial relationships. It's like, what else hasn't been spilled? What else hasn't been revealed? Who's got shitty behavior than Colleen Ballinger? That, you know, either they can wipe it away, they could buy... Set sign NDAs and, you know, pay, pay people off, etc., etc. This is just, you know, obviously the tip of the iceberg. This is all we're going to hear about. And also, she was early enough in YouTube... That you said it she kind of pioneered that thing so she was early to the party and that that gives you an advantage um and then just you know she went viral or for lack of a better term and that's you know things are popular because they're popular we've said that a thousand times you know but a, a woman a young woman saying shitty things behind makeup lipstick sounds different than a guy like andrew tate saying shitty things you know what i'm saying yeah, it's well, like andrew tate's shitty things are a much scratching another itch yeah right i don't Look, I think Miranda Sings is mean, but I would not. I think no, Andrew no, Tate I, I, is I'm, evil. I'm being, I'm being hyperbolic so here. Big yeah. difference. Uh, Colleen Ballinger for president way before Andrew Tate for president. Oh, God, what a world. Um, but yes, the toxic gossip train is very real. Again, while I think that ukulele song apology quote was very ill-considered, <laughs> I mostly agree with the content. People don't want accountability for the most. I mean, some people do. A lot of people do. But I think when it's something snowballs like this, they just want to cut people down. People are jealous. You know, people look at their own lives and they might even be fans of hers, right? But they wish they were stars. And maybe they also detect that she's making fun of those other people. So, you know, even if she hadn't exhibited this toxic behavior or made these poor decisions in terms of how to deal with her fans or deal with other people she worked with, um, I think she set herself up to be torn down because I think the act is mean. Because I think the act mocks people who might even be her fans or certainly are in the same orbit as her fans. So, you know, she both exhibited behavior that commanded this and she set herself up for it and our society demands it, encourages it, pushes it, 
in some cases uses it consciously to manipulate people. My team has strongly advised me to not say what I want to say. I recently realized that they never said that I couldn't sing what I want to say. Would you have liked it as a kid? Yeah, I think if I were a kid now, I would never have liked her act. I think I would have detected the meanness and not gotten anything out of it in a comedy sense. And I think I might be very eager to jump on this toxic uh, gossip train. I think I'd be very eager because I would have that jealousy of, hey, I, I mean, I've said it a lot. If YouTube existed when I was a kid, I would have fought like crazy to become a YouTube star. I would have loved that. I mean, I did make little recordings of myself. No one ever fucking heard them, but I dreamed that people would. Right? They, were, they were on wax cylinder. They were on wax cylinder, right? Seventy. I I went. I hey, I was in New Jersey. I went down to Edison's, uh, you know, Edison's lab and uh, recorded with them. Um, so I'd probably jump on that train of saying she's awful, she's evil, jumping to conclusions, even though you know maybe they are the right conclusion to jump to. Uh, and I'll tell you something else. I don't think she's funny. I don't like her act. She doesn't seem like someone I want to hang out with. But when she takes the makeup off, I think she's a very attractive woman. And as a young man, that would have fueled my jealousy. It would have been a sense of like, you know, we want to tear down the people. I mean, this this is part of what fuels the Andrew Tate idiots is like, you know, a woman doesn't want me. Therefore, you think of horrible things to say about her. I would never have gone that far, God willing. But I definitely would have, you know, relished the opportunity to say a woman who I find attractive is a terrible person, right? You know, sour grapes. Um, maybe it's true in this case. Uh, I'm beyond that now, thankfully, and, and I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have sent her hate mail or anything like that, but I definitely would have would have liked that she was getting her comeuppance, as it seemed. So yeah, I would have been into this more. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have, um, I wouldn't have, uh, Miranda Sings as, as a, um, a thing uh, does not appeal to me. It, nothing, nothing of the sort ever did. Again, I'm not a not a fan of musical theater. In a lot of cases, like I said, you can tell from some of my um, uh, disdain for musical theater types in the main. That's right. They t- they tend God, to. Uh, yeah. Bill Bill was the only person on earth who hated Hamilton. No, you didn't even see Hamilton when we talked about it. So here's the question: Is that would I have been aware of her public persona, her private persona? Sorry, not the public persona. You know, the idea that she, you know, while putting on the makeup, she was also being Colleen Ballinger in addition to Miranda Sings to her fans. You know, it's like you're inside the circle. Depending on how close you are inside the circle, that's one thing. You know, would you have been interested to see this? how the sausage gets... Would you have cared to know how the sausage gets made in this case? Uh, if so, then I think the downfall would have been very appealing because it would be satisfying to see the mighty tumble, right? It's like, like, what, yeah. you, like what you said, you know, the idea, especially at that age of a teenager, you kind of want to see someone who, if you disdain somebody, it, it pains me not for a single second to watch them uh, roll down a hill and, you know, break their crown. That's just fine by me, especially because, like I said, this is a grating type of media personality. All aboard the toxic gossip train. You're chugging down the tracks of misinformation, the toxic gossip train. You got a one-way ticket to manipulation station. The rise and fall of Miranda Singh slash Colleen Ballinger. Is that in any way a sign of the apocalypse? Well, I mean, no, because this is the precise wash, rinse, spin cycle of regular social media hygiene. You know, when you're dealing with parasocial relationships, that's the coin of the realm, or the lingua franca, as we like to say. Uh, so... You know, nothing about this is out of the ordinary, uh, and to the contrary, it's actually kind of predictable and boring, in fact, 
for how ridiculously regular this has become. But in that respect, because this can't be achieved by any means other than parasocial relationships, there are very few people who just use YouTube as a projection, you know, a, a portfolio or a projection face, you know, not having this relationship with people. Anyone who's a semi-famous editor of semi-repute you know, is cultivating a relationship because YouTube, in fact, demands that. Right. So the well, but but that can be good. I feel like you, as someone who does put your work on YouTube, you've developed some healthy relationships. Well, right? the, generally, those tend to be with people who I consider friends. They're not fans; they're peers. The the fact is, healthy relationships can develop out of this well, they, online. They certainly work. can. And and the thing yeah. is, I think that the problem is is that they often don't. It's of course they can, and many people do. Yes. And we're not going to give nearly as much credit and, to the ones that work precisely and properly right. and, and with good hygiene as opposed to the ones that have terrible hygiene. Right. And your relationship didn't have, this relationship didn't have the, the imbalance of power that Correct. A Colleen Ballinger has with her fans. We're old men, you know. Anyway, so. What and about, you did not send your underwear to him either. What about you? What do you think of this? Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it might be an apocalyptic thing for reasons we talked about with many topics. A, I mean, I'd say the lionizing of shitty first-pass comedy like this, but I'm I'm feeling better about that, man. I feel like most of the first-pass stuff fades away very quickly, and that's Just always been you know. Turn on turn on a, turn on TikTok if you want to rip your face off because that's the home of first-pass yeah, comedy. But, right, but those people aren't gonna. I mean, it's gonna be very rare that those people have decade long decade long careers, right? I mean, I complain about people like Britney Spears, who I think are the acme of mediocrity but somehow they're still huge 25 years into their career. But the fact is, you know, I'm, I'm okay being, you know, outvoted on that one. And also, like, I think those are rare. I think generally the people who really stand the test of time have something, right? So I could be, you know, like, what was the joke we made? If she ever wins the Mark Twain humor prize, yeah. then we start worrying. I think, what's her name? Camila Cabello was that girl who did, did dances on TikTok. She's, uh, she's getting a Kennedy Center honors next week. <laughs> yes, Lifetime exactly. Achievement Award, yeah. Right. That's when we start worrying. I mean, very few people who get those things, I think, even remotely belong in that field. I think that work will come and go. And again, I think she's got inherent talent. Like, I think if she does other people's work, she might be very good, but fuck this crap. And then in terms of the controversy, you know, yeah, there is some apocalyptic stuff here. The toxic gossip train is part of it. And I think this is also tied in with the problem many of us on the left have is like, come up to us to save this fucking country and to an extent to save this world because the other side doesn't give a shit anymore and sometimes we fight among ourselves and while this sounds like an example of we should there should be accountability you know i think this could bleed again we don't know the full story this could bleed into the times i think we we attack people for things that they should not be attacked for. I feel like I can already hear the comments on this video. She's gaslighting, manipulating. Oh, she's a narcissist and a rat. I would never make a mistake like that. All right, Noah, let's uh, bring this thing into the back nine. Let's talk yeah. about jealousy and envy. Is there anything about Colleen Ballinger's uh, precarious situation that fills you with envy? God, I don't know yeah. why there would be, but you tell me. Well, I'm jealous of her work. You know, I wish I had made dorky little videos that people were all over and I had fans and all that. But I'm the opposite of jealousy, jealousy, jealousy of the scrutiny she gets, jealousy of the scrutiny she gets, right? You know, I've often said that as a kid, I wanted to be famous, but there's a part of me that breathes a huge sigh of relief that I'm not famous because when I, you know, again, like I feel like I, if I had a parasocial relationship, I would have done some awkward things and I would have crossed some lines. I don't think I would have crossed the lines that she apparently crossed. So 
I would, I'm jealous that I don't have to worry about that, that my stupid mistakes, you know, maybe there's a couple people out there who think I'm a fucking dork and asshole. I'm sure there are. But, you know, I'm not all over Vulture and E! Entertainment News about my mistakes. But again, you know, there but for the grace of God go I maybe isn't accurate because I wouldn't have sent my underwear to a 15-year-old. Generally, no. I mean, God knows what could happen in a crisis situation, but you're probably right about that. Well, um, you know, the, the, the jealousy part of this is going to come down to the monotopic at the end of her being in this position where she needed to, you know, she has this responsibility, had, had, past tense, this responsibility on her. Um, decisions were made, as I like to say, in the passive voice. They were they were decided poorly, and then she was given this opportunity either to say something, to not say something, or to craft the way in which she said something. So, look, I'm very glad there's no onus upon me to craft any kind of eye-the-needle-threading apology, uh, and, uh, at least an, an apologetic response, whilst millions of people are cheering for me to either fuck it up or get yeah. it, or get it right, you know. And yeah. you're, you're, you, you express it a lot more cogently than I do. Thank we've you. seen so few examples of the apology. I mean, the people kept. I kept coming across this thing that where Lizzo is changing some of the lyrics of her songs upon a re-release. Right. Yes, which she are, used. She used one word that was considered uncut. Yeah, and it's like it's like not even. I mean, it, I. I could see how there's a sensitivity about it, but it, it, to me, again, I, I feel like it doesn't even seem like that big a crime, but it's not. I was, I was called that word a lot as a kid. We all were. My parents called me that. No, I, that was a big word for the people who made yeah. fun of me because I, was, I would freak out a lot. So, and here's my favorite part of this. This is, I, this is the segment I, I, I put this in my notes here. So, you know, apparently in, in 2017, Mario Batali, the portly baking oh, yeah, king, uh, he offered a pizza dough cinnamon roll recipe at the end of his apology for sexual misconduct. So there is zero bottom to this well. The, the, the be- oh, there are worse things you can do. You know, Mara Batelli. He's trying to change the subject and go, look, let's just have fun. Here's something fun. But That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was- it was not. He should have paused a little. So two. let's talk about. He should have waited a couple days. Let's talk about a comp here, Noah. Let's go back to the Jimmy <laughs> Felonian scale. Where oh, does God. Colleen Ballinger, the phenomenon, oh, the downfall did, exist for you? Did you watch that video of her on Jimmy Fallon? No, I did not. I wasn't. Oh, going to. it was like a vortex of mediocrity. It was seriously. It brought me back to what I've said about him, and I'll say about her. It's like the most talented person at the school talent show, like. Yeah, it's all right. It's amusing. If they're your friends, it's great, right? If they're your friends, it's a super fun time. But, like, this is fucking NBC. Like, we can do better than this shit. Speaking of Johnny Carson, right? I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Jimmy Fallon is now Johnny Carson. Is it me or does Jimmy Fallon never look right in a suit? He always looks like he's fake dressed up. It just, I don't know. I want to punch that guy in the face so much. Uh, Anyway, okay. So, on the Filonian scale, where do you find... Like Colleen Ballinger, um, I was about to say crisis. Crisis on infinite Colleen Ballingers. Yeah, crisis on infinite Miranda's. Um, in, infinite, infinite YouTube stars. Uh, they all got together from the different Earths and and, uh, and fight and fought the 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 anti algorithm. Uh, all right, so take semi recent topics about gossip blowing up. The Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial divided by Arthur Knight slash. What was his name? Uh, oh, God, yeah. Uh, Who yeah. cares? Does it matter now? Yeah, what the hell uh, is So, it? Gwyneth Knight... Oliverian. Uh, Nick Oliverian, Oliver, yeah. Nick Oliverian, thank yeah. you. Important. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow divided by Arthur Knight minus the product of Adam Levine's sects 
times the Depp versus Heard trial. All right, so PEMDAS here, right? You multiply Adam Levine sex times Depp v. Heard, and whatever that is, put that aside, then uh, you divide Gwyneth-ski trial by Arthur Knight, Oliverdi, and whatever. So then you take, I'm not explaining this right, but if it's written out, you see it. It's Gwyneth divided by Arthur Knight minus the product of Adam Levine sex and Depp versus Amber Heard. Then you add 4.831. And that is where on the XYZ axis you find the Colleen Ballinger event. You know, it's bittersweet, Noah, because this is the, that, that in fact, that exact computation is what that ill-fated submersible could have used. It might have made the difference between life and death. I, I, you know. Do you know Do you know what my favorite, my favorite conspiracy theory about that is some fucking billionaire simp online said this had to have been, had to have been sabotage because these guys were billionaires. They don't make mistakes like that. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to be extremely uh, uh, complimentary to um, Colleen Ballinger by essentially I'm not going to comp her by the level of disaster. I'm going to comp her by the original draft of her of her profile, right? her, her material, her personality, you know, the, the genesis, the zero base of all this stuff for her. And she made me know, I think, a lot of Ben Platt. Now, of course, Ben Platt was not a figure really? scandal. Yes, Ben Platt was a theater kid metastasized into an organism on planet Earth, a hominid tumor of pure self-regard. And I, what the, Okay, first of all, Dear Evan Hansen was great, okay? Not the movie. The show was great. His TV show, The Politician, was great. If you say so. And I'm not saying he created those things. Uh-huh. Look, I, again, I, maybe if, if Colleen Ballinger does a great written work, she might be great. But Ben Platt has done nothing Deans. horrible to anyone. No, it's, I'm not. I'm not comparing them. I'm not comparing the evil deeds. What I'm comparing is the essentially the level of self-regard and the, ins, oh, the insipid personality fucking... and the repeating the repeating condition of theater kids gone rogue. The idea that this is just every now and then we're forced to listen to these people who who take over the sphere for a little while, and we get to see people who are who have they have an overage. Of confidence, self-regard, and a lack of of, of uh, any kind of um, what what did Ben Platt do? What did Ben Platt do that displayed egomania? Ben, Other than starring in something good and giving a good performance, what did Ben Platt do? Ben Platt played uh, the role in the film version of. I mean, in addition to again being an obnoxious, it was a shitty film. Was that his fault? Yeah, but he was the fucking lead. It was made because of him. It's exactly he was the lead? his fault. Yes. So the lead of every movie is responsible for the writing, the, the editing, The whole thing was producing. based around his performance. It existed because of his performance in Dear Evan Hansen. You cannot So that was a poor choice the on the producers and directors' part. Uh, all you right. think he, he was going to say no? Would you have said no? You're right. He had nothing to do with it. You're absolutely right. Okay, fine. Maybe he should have said no. It's a shitty movie no one watched. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Does, Does it, it matter, matter now? now? <laughs> That's the refrain <laughs> Of our show. Who cares? Okay, Does it matter? We're still, we still want to talk about changing the title of the show. Maybe. I want to at least have this conversation. Because every time people look up, who I don't get it, they find a different one. So maybe we should call it Who Cares Does It Matter? Off record. Okay, anyway, look, everybody, if you want to find past episodes of the show, look on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play. Not Stitcher anymore. I don't even know who was out there in the first place. What happened? Oh, who knows? What difference? Again, it was at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Yeah. Again, who cares? cares? Does Does it matter now? Yeah. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, noahandbilldon'tgetit at gmail.com. Give us a review. I'm on Twitter. Whatever that is worth. We're not on Blue Sky because none of you, you lousy bastards have given me an invite, not, nor has Noah gotten one. 
Uh, and and for the moment, I'm not on Threads either, which is maybe a topic we'll... I don't even know what yes. the point of talking about it, but it could. I am on Threads. I, I, I downloaded we'll it, that. I haven't done it yet. Anyway, at William Scurry on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, on Insta, all those things. All that shit, all that good shit, tough guy. Uh, I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash amcaesar. And now here's Noah. He'll tell you all the things that you need to know about him. Big quiz thing. The big quiz thing. America's number one source of corporate and private, live, unique game show trivia events uh we're always tweaking our website but we're gonna have something new and fun up uh, hopefully in the next couple weeks uh so checking us out bigquizthing.com uh hire us for your event lots of fun events this summer oh we're doing bill i need to tell you this we are doing another rare public virtual event uh we just decided august 9th another daytime trivia break gather with your co-workers around the computer and have an hour of trivia fun. This is sort of a sampler. Try before you buy. Bill, your team, uh, the fix was in, won the last time we did one of these. My team. It was so, me. There was no team. But hey, what are you going to do? You had no team. You were playing solo. I, I was a man. Uh, yeah, one, I was the OMAC. I was, what is it? One Man Army Corps. One Man Army Corps, yeah. yeah. That is sad, Bill. All right, we're going to get you a team. Anyway, uh, bigquesting.com. Uh, book your own private corporate event. Get in touch today. Free consultation. Check out me. I am on threads at uh, Noah Tarno. No, I think I'm the Noah Tarno, which I also am on Instagram. But now I'm playing with threads. People say, what's the point of threads? Threads is just Twitter without Elon Musk. And I'm okay with that. But now I'm hearing things that maybe threads is problematic too. Of course it is. Okay, everybody. So until the next episode where I start a one-man crusade to take down a, a, a broadly lipstick character named Noah Sings and bring him down to the ground, we, we don't, don't get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2023.